You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Well, welcome to the Geek End Update. Yes, welcome. So uh, today is the inaugural two-hour session. At least we're going to hope to make make it two hours. (laughs) (laughs) It's a learning curve. We'll get there. Um, So uh, today also starts the first uh, new rotation. So it's every other week. Um, we're trying to do first and third Sundays and from five to seven. Of course, um, if you're listening to the recording, that gets posted later that week, but don't look for recordings as often as weekly. So, uh, I am Wendy. And I'm Scott. Brandon is missing today. He, uh, went to the, to the lake for the first time a couple days ago and forgot to wear sunscreen. So he's at home miserable, but we have Randy with us making us sound good. Hello. Hello. And so, um, Randy, we really appreciate you, you spending time with us on your Labor Day weekend. So really appreciate it. Um, so today, um, we would really love it if it was an interactive episode because we've got a lot of cool things we're talking about. I don't know how much we can hope for it with it being Labor Day, but I know, but people are home. So who knows? Yeah. So, but how you can reach us. Yep. So. Uh, if you happen to be listening currently, uh, you're free. Feel free to call us at. Oh, I'm looking at that sign. This sign is easier. At two four eight five seven nine five two six zero. That's two four eight five seven nine five two six zero. And uh, you can also uh, email us at thegeekendupdate dot. Uh, shoot, at <laughs> at thegeekendupdate at gmail dot com. Okay, and then <laughs> I, I I left my note sheet. That I just read off of for this at home, so bear with me. And uh, you can also message us via our Facebook page. You can look us up, which is just the the Geekend Update, easy to find. Uh, and then you can also tweet us. Hopefully, none of us are super Twitter savvy, and we're missing Brandon to help out with that. But you should get a hold of us at uh, the Twitter handle is the Geekend Update with update spelled U P D and then the number eight. And that is my communications spiel. <laughs> Talk to us. Do Talk it. to us. Um, so uh, today we are doing, um, I, I'm kind of excited about it, but we'll see what happens. These are like geeky questions that have no right or wrong answer, but we're going to discuss them and, and debate and see if we can actually come up with a, with an answer. So Randy, feel free to, to pipe in if you, if you have any thoughts. Yeah, so these are just, anyone, and if anyone's listening, feel free to throw in your own or throw in your own thoughts on it, you know, eh. try to, try to make a, a married couple argue on, on our podcast. It'd be <laughs> fun. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's what's going on here. Um, these are totally hypotheticals. All right. So we're crossing over universes. We're doing, we're doing weird. It's just, it's, it's geek central. Breaking all the rules, we're, no holds, you know, you know. <laughs> who'd win in a fight, Wally from Disney or, or, you know, R2D2. Also from Disney. Yeah. Also now from Disney. <laughs> Dang it. I didn't break as many rules as I thought it was. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, you think you're going to break into nope, Deadpool nope. 2, but then you found out. Nope. Johnny Johnny number five or Wally. There you go. Johnny. <laughs> um, okay. So what, what got this started was um, – so we um, 
We're, of course, a part of Facebook and everything. And uh, we I follow a lot of, of other geeky groups and everything. And I don't remember who posted this question, um, but it was a meme and everything. And um, it got me thinking, you know. Um, so it was it was uh, lightsaber versus Captain America shield. And it was a big to do on on, you know, online. Mark Hamill and um, uh Wow, Chris, uh, Chris Good Evans. Thing. Wow, couldn't, I started blinking there. Um, they actually got into this whole online discussion, you know, <laughs> and got really into it and stuff, you know, and, and, yeah. uh, Mark Hamill said, of course the lightsaber could, could break through it and everything. And, and, uh, Chris Evans says, well, if that's the case, then I have a bunch of, you know, shield, you know, of, of these, these shield, uh, ninja stars now, you know, and <laughs> so, I mean, they got into it. So that's what kind of inspired this um this topic is that you know just the, the that crazy question that really there is no way to find out the answer you know there really is no, a lightsaber does not exist we can't test yeah, unless we get one theory. of those, those fantastic crossovers you know because marvel does always love their what if comics yeah but it's in a galaxy far far away though yeah like there's only so much crossover that one can do you know i mean there there is uh, a um a YouTube series that does like crossover fights and stuff like that. And there was a, a fight between uh, Darth Maul and Spider-Man. <laughs> well, okay then <laughs> who won? Uh, Spider-Man. Why? How? Cause uh, the fight was over. Darth Maul wanted the symbiote suit and Spider-Man managed to get the symbiote suit on himself in time. And, was incredibly overpowered at that point. Okay. Hmm. I would have thought that the force would have been on his side. No, I mean, I, I kind of agree with the results of that one. Spider-Man, I think, with his spidey senses, is at least on par with a lot of the force. Okay. See? And that is what today's episode's going to be Was it about. Peter Parker, Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, he's also very clever, too. Yeah. yeah. Darth Maul's just kind quips. of more <laughs> brute yeah. strength. And, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. We didn't see a whole lot of actual force powers from him in the movie. We do in yeah. the games, though. Stephen kicks my ass in Battlefront Two. Well, I mean, well, no, in 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 that Battlefront Two, I never know how to differ between the new one and the old one. PlayStation Two Battlefront Two. He his only force powers are throwing his lightsaber and force push. So. It's really only uh, okay. So just point out that I suck at video games. It's cool. <laughs> hey, Darth Maul's lightsaber throw in that game is overpowered. It. What do you mean it's overpowered? Well, it's a double sided lightsaber, so the the width that you've got to dodge is considerably higher. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I do suck though. Let's be honest. But um, but yeah, I play. <laughs> just not very well. So, but that, yeah, so this is, this is what this, this episode is going to be about, just like discussing these things and everything. So, um, I have a more extensive list than Scott does, but we might come up with more and, and, and hopefully people will pipe in on theirs and, and continue the discussion after the, you know, the, the live recording as well. So for those of you who listen to the actual recording, um, you know, feel free to pipe in on your thoughts as well. Yeah. Post it on our Facebook page or just private message us through any of our channels. You know, we're good if anything. And if it's interesting enough, we might even, you know, mention it on a show later. Interesting enough. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Game on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have one that's really far out there, and I I figured I'd get this one out of, like way out of the way first. <coughs> Um, but just because Infinity War is still so so new, and we've been introducing Steven to Lord of the Rings and everything, so that's kind of fresh in my mind. I, I wasn't thinking about that kind of <laughs> spread, yeah. Th- uh, Thanos versus the Ring of Power. And maybe in, even like an extension. Thanos putting on the Ring of Power? Like You mean like the Infinity Gauntlet versus the One Ring? Well, you know, I yeah, mean, you have the gauntlet, here. right? Yeah, but he <laughs> needs the gauntlet to harness all these powers and everything. So, you know, obviously that gaunt- that gauntlet helps him and everything. Um, but the ring itself only has, you know, certain it, – it also has a connection to, to Sauron. So, you know, at, at, at what point is Thanos – like, obviously he could use it, but at what point will – when like him and Sauron come to, oh yeah, I don't think Thanos could resist Sauron infinitely. He would eventually succumb to the Ring's influence. Oh yeah, I I even think it would be potentially pretty quick just because uh, where Thanos's debility levels are in there. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. Um, I better turn this down. Um. Yeah. I mean, unless unless you're talking like. Him putting on the ring somehow, managing to get it on over the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, but we saw we saw in the movie though that the ring does does change its size to yeah. fit who's wearing it because yeah. so, it did shrink to so fit on. You might be able to try to put it on the Infinity Gauntlet, and who knows what kind of effect that would have. See, this is this is this is this because the Infinity like, Stones would likely override the strength of Sauron. Would it, or would it empower it? Because the ring is connected to Sauron, you know, like, so what, like, see, this is, this is, I went out there on this one. But would he be able to utilize that connection in a way that is safe for himself? I don't know. That's the question. Yeah. Because, you know, (laughs) cooking up a direct line of connection between you and the Power Stone, not a fantastic idea if you're not equipped to hold the Power Stone. But yeah, I mean, uh, Sauron probably would be able to hold the Power Stone directly. I mean. He probably wouldn't even need the Infinity Gauntlet. See, now you're fighting with yourself. I can just sit back and watch you debate this all on your own. <laughs> that, that's how things go in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, okay, so obviously he could control the ring of power to a certain extent, but he wouldn't be able to overpower Sauron. Is that what what we're agreeing on? Yeah, or are we just agreeing to disagree well, on I this? Mean, I mean, anybody think- who wears the ring can wield the power, but... Typically, it corrupts. Yeah, it, he'll be corrupted by its influence. The, most in, the more innocent the person is, the less corruptible they are. Okay, so once he's corrupted, does innocent. this mean everyone's gone? I'm just saying. Once <laughs> he's corrupted, does this mean he's going to snap his fingers again and that, that rest of the, you know? I don't know. It depends on what Sauron wants, I guess. But Sauron wants him to, you know, he wants to rule the world. Well, I mean, then does he have anything to rule if he just has Thanos snap his fingers and evaporates everything? I mean, with the plan that he had, all he would have left is orcs and urukai. So, is that really something to rule over anyway? They seem pretty rulable. <laughs> I mean, they fight each other. <laughs> I don't know. See, this is and, and I, I, mean, I, I actually think there's something. There was something a bit more deeper, Lord Lord of the Rings, that was like. <laughs> 
Sauron is actually like the embodiment of some dark deity that really just wanted to destroy the the world. It's been a while since I've read the books. Yeah, because I think I need it, it Anne wanted, for this one. I think it wanted like destroy the song which created the world. And... It's been a while. Yeah, Sauron <laughs> was the Maiar, one of the Maiar. Yeah. Of uh, Morgoth, aka Melkor. Yeah. I think that's right something like that it sounds familiar from that one magazine that i read and became an expert we're <laughs> <laughs> stephen colbert when you need him <laughs> right right <laughs> oh my goodness so um so yeah so there so there's one interesting discussion right there yeah do you want to do one of yours sure i was thinking as far as I'm aware, it's never been done. I didn't actually get to a double checklist, though. What effect would Gambit have on Vibranium? Ooh. So I went and, I went and did some research on I was what, say, does this not already exist? It might. It might. I know I've seen his effects on Adamantium. He doesn't really do anything to it, but yeah. Just That's an interesting... Explode of energy. But yeah, so I looked it up. Vibranium works by absorbing kinetic energy around it. Right. Right. Whereas Gambit's powers take the potential energy that's stored in something and makes it into kinetic energy around said object. So they fight each other. Huh. Man, you got me stumped on this one. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, though, I think a living a living being would be able to alter itself more than an inanimate object. Well, but the inanimate object is just like I'm here. This is what I am. If he's not, in fact, more powerful than its basic state, it he just do nothing to it. I assume. Well, now it's time for him to team up with Magneto, then, and then just you know. <laughs> Become unstoppable at that point. Like I don't know. Like, ah, <laughs> I don't know. I still hold. I still hold that Gambit would probably. Not that he. I mean, it would probably be one of those typical like story arcs. Like, okay, he got defeated once, then come back with a plan, and then, you know, I mean, overcome. It's not like he's in a fight against. Captain America's shield. I'm just saying if he went to like attack somebody with the Captain America shield, picked it up and then tried to use his powers to like, you know, boost it. I don't think it'd do anything. I don't know. Or worse, it might, it might actually would straight up destroy the vibranium on, on contact, but yeah, see, there's the, the definitive. Well, (laughs) Have we seen? We haven't seen a limit on vibranium, have we? Like no. how much energy it can absorb? Not as far as I'm aware. No. No, I mean, like it, even yeah, Black, when Thor, Black yeah, Panther even when didn't. Thor like went down and 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 um with his hammer, you know, with Milner and everything. Yeah, it hit the shield, and, and then just they both sorta... just kind of separated from one another. And yeah, so and Gambit's a cool mutant, but he's not special. He's like not Omega level or anything. So right. yeah. I don't know. <sighs> so I would say that. I think he'd probably would just do nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. I'd take a shot in the dark. 
it'd be a funny crossover have Captain America like fight a fight Gambit and just sort of catch him off guard with that. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably a misunderstanding. I feel like that would be against Captain America though. He's one of those that like thinks things through before. What if Gambit charged up something else and then put all his kinetic energy into like one single hit against the shield? <sighs> Instead of trying to energize the shield directly, yeah, because I mean that that could do something, but probably still wouldn't, still wouldn't be able to destroy the shield. Yeah, might deflect it though. That'd suck if it came back at him though, and then it would make it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he can catch that frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well, he's the granddaddy of ultimate frisbee players. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, speaking of Captain America Shield, that's usually what a, a good source of questions. Yeah. What about adamantium? Adamantium? Yeah. Well, I know for a fact. No, I didn't. I haven't actually read the issue or ever that it happened. Um, <clears throat> Gambit managed to put, almost kill Wolverine by energizing his adamantium skeleton, thus exploding everything else that was Wolverine off of the skeleton. Wow. Yeah. I need to get back into these comics. <laughs> but Captain America's shield is not pure vibranium. It's a yeah, it's proto like a proto animate proto adamantium vibranium hybrid. Mm. And proto adamantium is stronger than pure adamantium. Ah. So I think the shield wins. Okay. So yeah, that's where I was going to anyway because yeah. like you know if Mjolnir couldn't go through it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, so anyway, so that, that happened in the comics and it was sort of assumed that Wolverine was dead, I think, but turns out he was actually able to regenerate from a skeleton, which I don't know how you do that if the skeleton's coated in adamantium, but something happened and it worked. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there, there's a leak somewhere. There's a leak somewhere. <laughs> All right. <coughs> mm. Trying to see, like, if 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 that leads into does that lead into something of yours, or are we just gonna go randomly going down our list? Because that's fine too. Uh, I mean, well, since we'd mentioned Mjolnir, you know, there's that there's that question that was brought up in Age of Ultron: if Mjolnir is placed in an elevator and the elevator goes up, is the elevator worthy? I mean, the elevator can't do anything inherently evil, so it can't be. I thought it only applied to like people yeah yeah because it's not really well, being lifted the, it's the, staying the, on the ground the, the reason that the question was brought up there was because you know the vision was able to pick it up and the vision is technically just a robot he's not technically just a robot technically just a robot realistically he's more than a robot i still don't think technically because if that were the case then he wouldn't have been able to die if with you know he'd be able to be like put back together i don't think he's no i i <laughs> I, yeah. No, I, I, I think because it's not being lifted up, it's still staying on, it's still staying on the ground for all intents and purposes if it's in an elevator. So the elevator can, in fact, lift it. Um, the elevator is not using it. It is not inherently evil. So I, 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 I'm in total belief that it would, it would go up and down in an elevator, no problem. Yeah. Unfortunately, we never saw Ultron try to lift it. 
I'm going to go with he probably wouldn't have been able to lift it, though. Yeah. Just that that would have defin- definitively proven it, but that is the question. Well, speaking of Milner, what do we... Th- All right, so I have two, two of them. <coughs> so I'll do, I'll do, I'll do one first. Could Superman lift Milner? Oh, I've stumped you. I see this in your face. You're uh, really no. thinking about this so, one. So I was going to say, there's sort of two different general types of Superman. I mean, there's actually a lot of different types of Superman, but... Man of, Man of Steel Superman, absolutely not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then there's there's also the general, like, the, the one type of Superman where his powers are pretty much, he's as strong as he needs to be. But it has nothing to do with strength, though. Yeah, as, then that's the question. So, but the thing was, the Hulk managed to get Mjolnir to budge a little. Yeah, but the Hulk's not inherently bad, though. Yeah, and it could be because he's, you know, he's like, is he worthy? Yeah, no, he's not going to use me for good purposes. Right. He's going to attack me. Yeah, he's going to use me to attack my real tree. Yeah. <laughs> is that worthy, though? It might be worthy. You know, as guardians, they're all about fighting each other. <laughs> Valhalla and all that. <laughs> I went no. I I thought I I said no on this one. Yeah, I mean, I really don't think in general he'd be able to. Okay, now the other one could the Green Lantern lift up Mjolnir? Mm. And I went absolutely yes on this one. So from that question, could Doctor Strange lift Mjolnir? But he's kind of a narcissist. He, you know, he's not evil, but he's not, he's not like, he's yeah, not like, inherently good. Like, like, not necessarily with his own hands. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're, so you're saying Green Lantern would just have the merits to lift. Yeah, otherwise the ring wouldn't have chosen. Right, okay. The power of the, so, you know, like. Fair enough on that point. Like, I, thought <laughs> you meant, I thought you meant using the ring, using the green ring to, I mean, its power to lift Mjolnir. In in Hal Jordan fashion, I would assume that he would do something awesome with the ring to pick up Mjolnir, but I think that he could pick up Mjolnir by himself. Make a green Thor to do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thor. So I don't know if Green Lantern could, but definitely a Blue Lantern probably could. Green Lantern is just willpower, but Blue Power is hope. Yeah. yeah. It's a fair point. It's definitely a fair point. I kind of forgot that there was differences between them. Oh, I mean, each color is a different, it's a different thing. You know, that's why there's, you know, there's yellow, there's red, there's green, there's blue. Yeah. I think it's purple. Is it purple? Uh, probably. There's indigo. Indigo is Indigo compassion. is purple. Yeah. Okay. See, that's close. Yeah. Let's see. Um, but yeah, I mean, and each one of them is powered by something, something different, you know, so. Yeah. I think Dr. Strange could build Mjolnir. I don't think so. Just not, not the same way that Thor or anybody would. He'd just have to, you know, he'd make the little portal holes and make Mjolnir just sort of fall through them and hit people. I don't know, because Mjolnir <laughs> can move on his own. I think he could, he could like, <laughs> it could stay there if he wanted to. Yeah, it just stay put. Yeah. Even though there's a hole. Yeah. But here's the... Because... Uh, oh, like, please don't. No, seriously, bring so, it. So, so 
So, but if you remember in Thor Dark World, Thor threw Mjolnir and it kept going through the different abnormal holes through the worlds and whatnot to try to get back to him. Because he was getting back to him, though. Yeah. Like, so, so unless, unless but, Thor is calling for Mjolnir while Doctor Strange is opening up these portals, I really don't think that Doctor Strange would be able to move Mjolnir. Yeah, I guess. Guess. That's my thought. Tis my thought. All right, next question. If Mjolnir is in space, can you move it? Again, going back to the whole, <laughs> it can move on its own when it's called upon. It can stay where it's put. Like, yeah, I really, I really think only those who are worthy to wield Mjolnir will be able to move Mjolnir. I'm gonna trip over my tongue while saying this name one time. I mm-hmm. swear I am. Near near. Um, but you know, you brought up so Green Lantern versus Doctor Strange. Who would win in that battle? I don't know enough about Green Lantern, unfortunately. Or Doctor Strange, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I really only know both of the characters on a fairly basic level. Because I'd say the best way to figure that out would be look at who's the worst that each of them fought and then try to figure out which one was worse than the other. I don't know. I'd say Green Lantern, though, but also depends on what gadgets and gizmos Doctor Strange has. But no matter what Doctor's, you know, whatever Doctor Strange has, though, Hal Jordan can come up with, or the Green Lantern could come up with it with his willpower. But, but not the eye of what's its face? Agamotto. Agamotto. I feel like Randy should just be like running this right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but one of Doctor Strange's signature spells is the Crimson Bands of Cytorek, and those represent the indomitable will of Cytorek. So, uh. is a Green Lantern's willpower stronger than? Yes. Sartorek's indomitable will? I believe so. Because at the end of the day, he could also call upon other Green Lanterns. Just saying. Because they're all from the same power. Yeah, that's cheating. That's that's, that's calling in a second person. We said no holds barred here, man. We said we're crossing (laughs) over stuff here. We're, you know, we're, you know, it's, it's one of those, one of those things um, where it's, it's purely hypothetical. There's no rules. That's like saying that that it's like saying that Krillin from Dragon Ball Z could beat the Green Lantern simply because he could call in Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> well, you lost me. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Uh... So, so like human and two like super powerful god level aliens. Yeah. Okay. Cheating. It's cheating. Cheating. <laughs> okay. But I mean, using spells is 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 not cheating though. No. Because no, no. that's part of their list of powers. Yeah. 
We got people, Brandon, over here messaging us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to try and, and be a part of it via technology. He could call in oh, if he nice. wanted to. I don't know if he'd do that. He doesn't yeah. even like talking to me on the phone. Yeah. And he, I'm his aunt. Yeah. He hasn't always been sounding very good lately because of the, what he's going through right now. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to scrape his whole skin <laughs> off. <laughs> and his voice reflects it. All right. Do you want to take the next one? Or? Go for it. All right. All right. Well, on on the lines of versing, I thought who would win an arm wrestling competition, Captain America or Mr. Incredible? Oh, Mr. Incredible. Think so? I think so. Probably. I think so. You know, he's born with with super strength, you know what I'm saying, whereas whereas Captain America, his strength although very strong, is limited. I'm sure we could actually potentially solve this by calculating things and whatnot based off of what we've seen them both lift. But Cap- I mean, we've never seen Captain America lift a train yeah. above his head, I'm just saying. That's fair. Yeah, Mr. Incredible. Whereas probably. Mr. Incredible can bench press <laughs> yeah, a train. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Uh, I'm not sure, maybe... Maybe Power Man might be a better. See, the cool question, like the Hulk versus Captain America in arm wrestling. Hulk. Hulk win. No, Hulk versus Mr. Incredible, maybe, but still. See, that should have been. There you go. Still Hulk. Still Hulk. I agree with that. I don't know why you went Captain America though. Like and just because I felt Superman like, I versus felt, Mister Incredible yeah, would have been a good guess, one too. I guess that'd be a better one. They, they'd be a bit more evenly matched. Yeah. So who would win in that one? I think I'd say Superman. Or or it's a stalemate until sundown, and Mister Incredible wins because Superman's source of power is diminished. <laughs> <laughs> Where he calls up Edna and says, "Put some some kryptonite in my suit." <laughs> <laughs> you think Edna doesn't already have that laced in there? Well, then that would answer your question right there, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, all right. Well, how about Hulk versus the Juggernaut? I mean, I feel like we had to have seen this somewhere. Somewhere. Although I did see that pop up on, on Google. When I'm I was about to Google it. Like I'm like gonna. That. I'm not even gonna like try like take credit for this. I'm wait, so. But I feel Hulk. But then again, I don't. I don't know a lot about the Juggernaut. Like what I know of the Juggernaut is like the Juggernaut from the old X Men cartoon series, and he was not that impressive. He was just I charge with my hammer th- head thing through buildings. That is my superpower. Uh, apparently, Juggernaut has beaten the Hulk before. Okay. I should have looked this up. I mean, been... the Juggernaut that was in the Deadpool 2 movie, I could see it because Thanos beat the shit out of the Hulk. And <laughs> that Juggernaut looked like he could act, he could hold his own against Thanos. Oh, here we go. Okay, so it wasn't legit because it wasn't an actual fight. No. Oh. Huh. 
So, yeah, apparently this is, dude, this is fantastic. I should have Googled. I was trying to do everything. Like, I was like, it's like, man, I'm going to come up with these awesome things and we could talk. I should have, I should have Googled some of these. Yeah. That would have been the smart thing to do. Yeah, because there's definitely stuff on it. On many fights and whatnot. Huh. I don't know. I I would think I would think the Hulk would win in in that. To be honest, I would. I would. My vote for my vote is for Hulk. Even though, yeah, because I I seem to remember there was something where they actually did like get into a fight or something, and Juggernaut had to be saved. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. again, like I was saying, the the juggernaut that I know of is like from the old cartoon series, and his powers were he, he it seemed more like he was like on Captain America level strength, and he was just more about charging through buildings. Also, yeah, the juggernaut from like the uh, the X Men movies. Also, you know, again, seems very Captain America level I got one that includes Harry Potter world it's really out there though yeah Yeah. it'll be an interesting discussion okay ready to go there I think I am okay I mean I've I've still got the rest of mine are still superhero land well, I mean, I this, this, is, this is a super, it's got a superhero in it. Okay. All right. Then let's go Harry Potter. Do it. <laughs> Dr. Strange versus the kid that only knows how to cast Expelliarmus. <laughs> no. Expelliarmus. And he's like, I don't wield a wand. <laughs> <laughs> no. This one, I think it's going to, it's going to be a little bit of a, of a mind boggle. I think. I think it's going to be a little bit of a mind boggle. A boggart. Versus X-Men's Rogue. When she actually still had her powers. Because Rogue sucks, you know, she sucks the power out of things. Yeah, but she sucks mutant powers out of things. Again, we are crossing over universes here. I think mutants is kind of, I mean. Here's the thing, though. Because the X-Men exist in the same world as, like, some other superheroes and whatnot. So... If she can't touch Spider-Man and gain Spider-Man's powers. But this is magic, though. All the more reason. All the more reason why it would work. <laughs> that it would throw it would throw the rules out the window. So what would happen? Because what is a boggart afraid of? Is a boggart afraid of someone who can, like, absorb their energy well, i mean the thing would be like what who, happens if a boggart sees a boggart what does a boggart appear like to rogue what is her worst fear yeah Ooh, because then she can she can absorb the thing of the thing that she fears most too see see he's on the roll see look at this look Maybe, at this yeah. just saying I'm saying yeah i swear i'm not doing anything that was me that was okay me. all right <laughs> See, I'd, I'd be more interested in, like, Professor Xavier versus a Boggart. Why? 
who it scares into the thing you fear most. And Professor Xavier is like, yeah, but I can read your mind and I know that you're not the thing that I fear most. <laughs> well, that's not very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's very one-sided. <laughs> the only reason he likes us is because he knows how it's going to end. <laughs> it's not a hypothetical question. I, no, that's an argument that doesn't it's, need to be argued. It's just a fun thought. Although, I mean, what, but then again, maybe a Boggart does have the, you know, the mindset of whatever it turns into as well. Because, I mean, that Dementor acted an awful lot like a, like a Dementor, so... It's possible that Xavier would be fooled in every room. And then kill everybody. It's just scare attack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Rogue versus Bogger. It's a yeah. pretty interesting. Um, I really, I, I have no answer to it, to I'm, be honest I'm with still you. of the thing of, if she stole the Bogger's power, the thing is, Bogger's don't seem to bother other Bogger's as far as I'm aware. So... I don't think she'd do anything to it. Mm. So even if she had its power, it'd be just nothing. But no, she'd be absorbing the thing that it that she'd, it is. She, oh yeah, okay, she absorbs it is. But we don't know what her very greatest fear is. Her, herself. So the bogart becomes herself. So she absorbs her own power. And then it I would say her power. greatest fear is probably hurting somebody she cares for. Right, which is her though. Yeah, because it'd be hard for her. It's her power, so she'd be absorbing her own power she's more and more and more. She's afraid of her like, power so much as using her power against somebody she cares about. And how would that be portrayed? No earthly idea. <laughs> yeah. I I vote that it would be in the form of herself. <laughs> yeah, like an evil version of herself or something. But, but still, she touches it. She acquires her power, which she already has. So... <laughs> so would she be sucking like would they each be sucking their own power out like see this is an interesting thing it's I, a thing that just, just has lots it would of just questions. you know negate each other unless one was stronger than the other but still the worst that could happen is she would remove the po- powers from the other thing and still have the same powers that she has all right well here's another one that we won't be able to really answer but it'd be an interesting thing i'm pretty sure it's been brought up before but the silence versus weeping angels. Oh yeah, so the silence you can only see when you're looking look at directly them. at them. But weeping angels, when you look directly at them, they can't move. They can't move. So therefore, weeping angels can never directly look at the silence. But if the silence blinks, will the weeping angel, you know, like like, you know what I'm saying? Do the signs have the capability of blinking? No. Yeah, I don't think so. But if they look away, though, and you're not looking in front of them, and then the weeping, then the weeping angel won't know to advance and go over there. Or will they? Well, but you just have to be, you just have to look at the, the silence, right? The silence doesn't have to look at you. So you could technically walk up on the silence behind it. Right, but yes. the angel can't move while something's looking at it. Yes, but the silence doesn't have to be looking at the angel for the angel to move and see the silence. They can see it, but they wouldn't be able to move if the silence is looking at them. Yeah, and the silence would be stuck there looking at it for a while because <laughs> the second he turns away. So so Brandon went back to the, the rogue there. versus a bogger. He said, uh, rogue versus a bogger. Uh, so the bogger would turn into rogue versus herself. So either way, she wins. 
It's a great way to look at it. <laughs> She's all that's left. Yeah. Wouldn't she eventually absorb enough of the Bogart's powers that it would stop appearing like her worst fears and then she would realize it? And oh, Yeah, that's true. Because technically when she absorbs power, she cuts off the other person's powers, right? So the Bogart would appear as whatever a Bogart looks like. See, this is an interesting discussion. And then okay. she'd find a new fear because turns out Bogarts look far scarier than anything they could ever turn into. <laughs> I'm making that up, of course. <laughs> but if... All right, we'll hear about this. Bogart... Well, what is... I don't know. What, uh, what if we did a Bogart versus a Weeping Angel? That's not even on my list, but I mean, let's... So the Bogart would turn into the Doctor. Is the Doctor the Weeping Angel's worst fear, though? Because they were going after the Doctor. Yeah, I mean... I think their worst fear is being turned into something that they can't move, so it would be another Weeping Angel, right? Or the the crack in time. Ooh. But can a Bogger imitate the power of time from the... I don't think that. It would just look like it. And right. I think the Weeping Angel would still win because they didn't really seem like they feared that. They also wanted to eat off of it. Kind of like moths to a flame deal. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was figuring the doctor's probably the next best thing, but I don't know. Speaking of the doctor. Or or, or a really crowded place. Because <laughs> the odds of everyone blinking at the same time are not Red light, green light, red light, green light, red light, green light, red light, green light. <laughs> That's why the Statue of Liberty doesn't move. I'm just saying. Just saying. We saw. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's the one thing about that episode that makes zero sense because it's like Statue of Liberty suddenly there. Yeah, I'm sorry. New York is called the city that never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you're that big of a weeping angel, it doesn't matter <laughs> when there's that much time energy to be fed off of. Yeah. It broke the rules. That show breaks a lot of rules, though. Yeah. They make the rules and then throw them out the window. That's what it's for. Yeah. I love it. But speaking of the doctor. Same. So going back to Lord of the Rings. What? What? I just thought of a good fight. The doctor versus, um, you know, we'll say we'll go for either any, any one of the Starfleet captains or all of the Starfleet captains together. From Star Trek. I've never seen Star Trek. Yeah. So like oh my God, Jedi, you know. John Luke. I know, right? I know my geek card has been permanently revoked. <laughs> Captain Kirk and John Luke Picard. Actually, I'd, I'd be willing to say just those two. Captain Kirk and John Luke Picard are going against the Doctor. <laughs> You're going to have to have this discussion all on your own. Yeah, yeah. Because I got nothing. She hasn't seen Star Trek and I don't watch Doctor Who, so. Yeah. Between the two of us, we might be able to have some kind of discussion <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Doctor Who would probably still win. Is he with or without his TARDIS? I was assuming with the TARDIS because I assume they'd be with their uh, enter- Starship Enterprises. 
right. Oh, Brandon. All right. So Brandon said, when uh, silence versus weeping angel, hard to say. The weeping angel only moves when not being looked at, but the silence is forgotten when not being looked at. So the silence, he said, would win. I think the angel wins because the silence's weapon is electricity, and electricity does nothing to the rock. I mean, enough of it can split it. But in the end, though, they're not pure rock. Yeah, but when they're frozen, they look like they're rock. So I can't type and talk at the same time. Yeah. This is why we need Brandon, guys. Yeah, <coughs> yeah I'd still go with the doctor just because you could jump back in time. And if he was really trying to stop them, he could do something with that. But it'd be an interesting matchup. I'd like to see some fan fiction of Doctor Strange and the Doctor, both manipulating time in some sort. That'd be an interesting combination. I know it's not really a hypothetical. But I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. But speaking of the doctor. Okay. So I, so, you know, he can only go like to the beginning of time and the end of time. Right. But what if someone exists outside of that? Could he? Huh? Dormammu. The enemy that fought Dr. Strange in the Dr. Strange movie, as well as just in general, Dr. Strange is like main nemesis, I'd say. Well, what came to my mind when I came up with this question was Tom Bobadil. As well as a couple other characters in Lord of the somewhere. Rings. Lord oh. of the Rings. Okay. So he wasn't in the movies, which kind of pissed me off, I'm not gonna lie, because he gave a lot of information in the book to Frodo and, and you know, that whole band of things when it comes to the ring. Um, he is so powerful that the ring doesn't even affect him, period. Like when he puts the ring on, the ring does not make him disappear. Hmm. So pretty awesome. Um, but he predates time as well as a couple other things in, in that thing. But so since he came before time, could, could the doctor somehow, well, the doctor couldn't go back in time and kill him as a baby, but I mean, could he go back and visit him as a baby though? No. I mean, given the show's all about breaking rules, if, the doctor met him and for some reason wanted to go visit him as a baby. He'd probably use his time frequency signature to home in on the gap between the end of t- or the, the beginning of time and the end of time and shoot between it or something. But, you know, that's how that story goes. <laughs> I mean, one could argue that it was, you know, he, like, he could only go to the beginning of time to the end of time because of the time vortex, right? But if the time vortex didn't exist, then how does one live as well? And so how did Tom Bobadil come to be if there was no time, if he predates time? I think he's making up stories, but I don't know. I think he's making up stories. <laughs> I mean, that would be Tolkien's whole job there was making up the entire story. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying Tom Bobadil. Uh, Bobadil. Barbara Ann, ba 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 Barbara. <laughs> uh, we've hit the goofy stage, people. We've hit it. Yeah, <clears throat> I can't say his name. Anyway, uh, I'm sure something 
yada yada tied to the lore of the the great god whatever its name was again in lord of the rings creating the song that creates the world now was that song before after time What's, I'm sorry. I was looking at the thing. Uh, this is why I can't do social media and talking. What what song? The song that created the world and the universe and like everything. Oh. The song of 42. I don't know. I like your explanation about the doctor, though, being able to find the time frequency and stuff. But yeah, it's just an interesting question. I think I think you'd find, you know, if if it was ever in a show hypothetically or a fan fiction novel. It would be a matter of, I found a way to stretch the time vortex past the limits of time. Yeah. All that fun stuff. (laughs) While simultaneously, he teamed up with Captain John Luke Picard and Kirk to use their simultaneous minds to uh, achieve what he wanted. See, you need to write a book. Yep. That's what Sue was telling me earlier. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, you did good on, on my anniversary book. Just saying. Yep. Uh, What's guess, your next one? It's going to say something. I mean, I'll, I'll just move on to the next one. <laughs> do, do, do. All right. I got sort of, it's a it's a multi-part one. Yeah, I'll go with that one first. Um, <clears throat> who would win in a fight between like all four of these? Galactus. Unicron, Ego, and the Death Star. Death Star's out. It's just a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, one shot could destroy a planet, and Unicron is a planet entity, and Ego is a planet entity, and I mean, Galactus would probably win. I love him and Death Star, though, so. Yeah, Death Star's out. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking like all four of them are in one fight? No, I'm talking like individually, like round robin tournament style thing. Right? I guess it depends on who's paired up first. Right. Yeah. This is too vague well, of a question, man. Yeah, you got to so, come in. So like, I'm, in. I'm saying like, which one could, you know, if he fought each and every one of those would come out on top. Definitely not the Death Star then. Yeah. Because like I just said, Galactus would probably beat the Death Star because power cosmic. <laughs> Although it might would be the first time that he ever bit into a planet that bit back, but <laughs> <laughs> that would also be the case of him versus Unicron or him versus Ego, though. So, I mean, my my original thought would be would be Ego, but. Because he's a, because he's a planet entity, like I don't, Galacticus, eight planets or devour, you know, like for their energy. I'm yeah, gonna go with well, Galacticus. Galactus. Galactus. I can't talk. Galacticus. <laughs> the long lost cousin of Spartacus. <laughs> Jesus. Ancient Galacticus. I'm gonna uh, go with Galactus. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not as versed on ego in like the comic books and whatnot, but like from the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two movie, like it looked like ego's powers were fairly limited to being on the planet. 
So I don't know how far he could stretch that. So I think Galactus could win. But I don't know. Because like I said, I don't know a lot about Ego. When Galactus ventured into the Black Galaxy, Ego and Thor combined fought off Galactus. Could Ego have done it himself? I don't think so. It at least delivers that there is a possibility that Ego could. Right. Well, and that's where my first thought was. But the more I thought about it, the fact that Galactus, you know, like actually consumed and devoured (laughs) planets to get their... their that's that's why I brought up the question because I thought of Galactus the planet eater, and then I'm like, all right, now what's a bunch of planet like things that could fight Galactus? And you went Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly I did the Death Star because I thought I w- I entertained the fun idea of the Death Star shooting at Ego, uh, and then cut the scene of Alderaan exploding. <laughs> okay so so um this leads into a question like who is stronger ego odin thanos galactus or dormammu galactus really because he has the power cosmic uh, but he has to consume planets for food. So if Thanos gets rid of planets. Yeah, but he doesn't actually have to consume planets from what I understand. No, that's how he gets his power. No. Then I have like maybe, my whole maybe life in, has been Maybe in over. some of the versions, but... He he just he is blessed with the power cosmic as far as I'm aware in the the most mainstream of versions and it just sort of causes him to hunger for planets. I don't know, I'd have to go with Dormammu on this one. Yeah. I feel like overall his 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 power is the one that's limitless. The other ones have to, you know, they 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 get their power from whereas Dormammu is is like his power supply will never be gone. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, I'm going to to me in my mind it would be either it would be either Odin or Dormammu. Yeah. Cuz Odin had had the ability of enchanting Thor's you know, Mjolnir and everything and, and giving the power. And I mean, he, I mean, he has power, but he's also able to, I mean, he's not completely immortal. Yeah. Gotta wonder though, you know, what about the dark ones whom Odin and um, Heimdall would not call upon for their powers, essentially. Oh, uh, Dormammu. See, I'm telling you. Dormammu is the winner. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's my that's my final answer. I think between him and Galactus. It's who wants to be a millionaire and I just won a million dollars. There we go. Uh, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think between him and Galactus would be an interesting fight because like Dormammu is essentially a being of a different universe. Whereas Galactus is blessed of the power cosmic of the universe. Randy, what do you think? Yeah. You have any thoughts? I would say Dormammu. Yeah. See, two against one, you're done. Okay. 
I will relent because I don't know that much about Dormammu. All right. Um, but speaking of limitless power, I want to kind of touch on the Phoenix. Do you think anyone could defeat the Phoenix? I, again, don't know a lot about the Phoenix. It's like powered by the Phoenix Force, right? Or is it totally separate from the Phoenix Force in the Marvel Universe? I, I, oh, yeah. See, I should have had it been a little bit more prepared. It's been forever since. <laughs> I read them, I read the comics as a kid, not like. To, to, to my credit, like the other day, I got bored and literally read like the entire Wikipedia article on, um, Galactus and it led to a number of other Wikipedia articles like on the Phoenix Force and. <laughs> I don't think they were connected at first, like, you know, like. Because if that were the case, then she, her, her powers wouldn't have been able to con- be contained for so long. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Is my thought behind that. Yeah. So. All right. So, what, what was our uh, our statement? Was Phoenix? I'm gonna. I'm, I'll narrow it down. Phoenix versus Superman. Who would win? Phoenix versus Superman. I'd go Phoenix all the way. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I think that because Superman would not be super heavy into the fight, whereas I feel like Phoenix would not have as much quarrels with kicking somebody else's ass as much as Superman might. So he might be a little less prepared for the fight. Thanos versus Superman. Infinity Gauntlet or none? Let's do both. Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos wins. Yeah. If Superman would have taken out Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> then they would have won. <laughs> Brandon says, just chuck a green rocket, Superman. He dead. Next, LOL. <laughs> Uh, and I, I was watching the, uh, the how it should have ended for uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And they gave a couple different endings or whatever. Yeah. But then as they do in that in that uh, YouTube series, they had at the end, like everybody that survived the Infinity War mm-hmm. sitting at a giant booth with Batman and Superman at each other end. <laughs> and uh, Batman's like, I could have stopped the Infinity War. You know why? And everyone's like, because you're Batman. Because I'm Batman. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. I have one that's really out there. Yeah. Yeah. I got I, I got a good one too eventually. Do you want to do yours first? I I don't care. Do you want me to? Mine's going to be like really sort of, silly. It's sort of similar, really out there. It's sort of similar to the Phoenix. Okay, I, meant, go ahead. I meant to actually look this up more info because I only got a slight piece of information on this. Uh, but my question is, could the Terrigen Mist kill Apocalypse? Ooh, no. Because from what I understand, the Terrigen Mist is immensely poisonous to uh, mutants. But he's not your typical mutant, though. Yeah, but I mean, he he's like the original mutant, right? 
companies constantly like evolving? I really, I don't think so. I'm yeah. going to go with no. I think, I think I, I he would survive. It, well, I forget the illnesses that Terrigen Mist causes. I'll look it up real quick. I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting question because you are, I mean, but I really, I really think that he's strong enough that he's surpassed like a typical mutant level that it would, it might make him sick, but I don't think it would, it would defeat him. I really don't think it would defeat him. Yeah. That's my thought on it. <laughs> He's really invested, guys. You're talking about Mpox? Yeah, Mpox. Just pull that up, too. That's not pure Terrigen Mist, though. Who are exposed to the gas become sterile, and therefore unable to have children. They can also suffer from a degenerative disease, which is called MPOX, that will eventually kill the infected. It also prevents the activation of X gene in humans. After Cyclops later revealed to be telepathic, to be a telepathic illusion created by Emma Frost, destroys one of the two Terrigen clouds. <laughs> I just sort of went off the wall there. Yeah. Okay. I really don't think it would. I think it would make him sick, but I don't think it would defeat him. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it only has a a chance of calling it, causing impacts. All right, my silly one. Okay. Iceman versus Frozone versus Mr. Freeze. And go. Mr. Freeze loses. <laughs> yeah. <ASAP. laughs> yep. It's done. <laughs> Uh, but so Iceman from the X-Men. Iceman's an just, omega level mutant, so he wins. Yeah. Cause he doesn't need water or anything, right? No. He can turn into vapor mist. He can completely control his body composition. Yeah. Frozen is just a guy fun. who can. That was not as fun as I thought ice. it would be. Yeah. <laughs> awesomely. He can make ice awesomely, but. <laughs> and it has a cool theme song too. All right. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a little bit more of a fun little discussion, to be honest. Y'all went just like straight to the, straight to the, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Gazer beam versus Cyclops. Oh, Cyclops all the way. <laughs> Cyclops all the way. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with the fact that I have a crush on James Mars. I'm just saying. <laughs> Or the fact that his name is Scott. All these Scots come back to you. All right, here's a fun one. Superman versus Black Panther in the kinetic suit. Oh. No kryptonite being involved whatsoever. Still Superman. Yeah. You could just, like, freeze him or something. Yeah. I mean, the suit protects him from a lot of that stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean but it immobilizes him, though. In case in the eyes. For Superman? No. Black Panther. Encased in ice from Superman? Yeah, I don't know. You might you might would have something in the I would, suit that but the help kinetic him, but, yeah, but like but at that point the kinetic, kinetic yeah, the kinetic energy if, would be able to burst to, him if out he of the had ice. Some built up. Yeah. I mean, do you really think that Superman would go straight to the to the ice right from the get go? No, but after a kinetic blast or two. Like immediately try and freeze him after 
he lets out some kinetic force. I mean, we've so, seen time and so time again, though, that Superman's not always so, the most deductive superhero, though. So he, I don't know if he'd understand that that suit. It's, I mean, so, it's a technology so that's not is, available yet. Him being Superman now, unless we're talking, are they just going straight at it to kill each other, or are we just saying gen- generic fight, assuming their general personalities? Black Panther has to defeat Superman to get something he wants. Superman needs to defeat Black Panther to get something that he wants. Maybe Martha. I don't know. <laughs> there we go. That's all Black Panther needs to do. Martha. <laughs> no, uh, it wouldn't come out like that, though. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the African accent there. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway. Yeah. I don't so know. Superman would probably start off pulling punches. Black Panther would probably be a little less likely to do so. Uh, but Superman would quickly realize that every single punch that he dealt to Black Panther, he gets back in equal magnitude back from the Black Panther because we just, you know, convert it and redeliver it. But he, Black Panther would still have to take the hits. So as soon as Superman got tired of it, Black Panther done. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Because, I mean, arguably, he could even just, being Superman, just stop punching him. <laughs> and just grab him and hold him in the air. And be like, now what are you going to do? Have him by the scruff. Like, like you should do with cats. You know, you wow! <laughs> All right, so Brandon's got an interesting one. I uh, Well, he's got he's got two. So... This one's not really interesting. It's more funny than anything. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Carl versus one dead boy. Spoilers, people. Spoilers. And I told oh. him, oops, dead boy wins. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Um, but the next one that he that he did, Batman versus Darth Vader. I go Darth Vader oh, all well, the way. There was actually a YouTube video showing this fight. Oh. In very, very cool detail. It is an awesome video. You should really check it out. Yeah, just look up Batman versus Superman on YouTube and you'll find it. And I sorry, Batman versus, no, don't look up. <laughs> I was find, like, I was really confused for Batman a Batman versus Darth Vader. <laughs> you'll find it. It's made by the same, same guy, same guy or group, or whatever that did the whole Spider-Man versus Darth Maul. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So Batman ends up winning. Wow. Why? But Vader really should have won. It was more of a, a cop out at the end that went to Batman. Yeah, I would have said Vader all the way. Yeah. No, I would I'd say Vader too, just because the force did just totally wreck Batman. <laughs> a lot of things wrecked Batman. It was really because Batman ended up sort of enlisting Superman's help. Ooh. All right. Another one he put out Raven versus Beast Boy. But they love each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's true love. No. <laughs> this has got to be on you. I don't know enough about Teen Titans. I mean, I'm prone to say Raven just because I like her more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really think Raven would win. I don't know enough. So, yeah. Uh, Brandon says he'd say Raven because of her powers. Yeah, like her her powers are pretty impressive. I mean, these boys are pretty awesome too. But I feel like 
hers would have an easier time subduing his powers. Um, and I'm sort of comparing two different scenarios in my head. One, they're just being themselves and they're fighting, sparring-wise. I think Raven would win because she'd be able to do more with her powers without holding back, whereas Beast Boy would have to hold back more. Because being an animal, the best things you could do are potentially more dangerous to hurting a person. Then on the other side, I'm figuring if they're both just somehow hypnotized or whatever and just are trying to claw each other's throats out, Raven has some pretty scary shit. (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. It makes sense. But if they're both hypnotized and they're going at it, then those things that you said Beast Boy was holding out on. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, though. The thing is, the things that she can hold back are considerably more scary. Now, Starfire versus Raven would be a more interesting combo, I think. What? Brandon, we miss you. Okay, Brandon, put it forth another one that's you're everyone's going to laugh at. Okay. Or at least maybe I just do because I Ash from Pokemon versus Peta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you see why I was over here dying away from the microphone. <laughs> Peter. I mean, he's a 10-year-old child. What's he going to do? Peter. Yeah. I mean, part of like Peter activists were what made Disney close down their Discovery Island way back when. Yeah. And, and Disney was like this Disney, huge conglomerate. Disney couldn't fight that. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is a fairy. But all right, so speaking of pets though, I have an interesting I have an interesting question. So we have, you know, we have like these these super pets, right? Mm-hmm. And everything and you have certain um certain cases of of pets that are are um in like our superheroes lives, right? Yeah, so are they considered valid. pets or sidekicks at that point though? <gasps> There we go. I suppose it depends on how intelligent it is. I mean, like we've cri- seen that we have some su- some super- superheroes that aren't very intelligent at all. So if that were the case, then they'd all be pets. No, but I'm I'm saying like if they have sentience at all, then they really don't fall under the pet scale. But if they give some sort of help to the to the superhero, are they then considered a sidekick? Or just their pet? I'd still say an animal companion pet. I think somebody even like Lockjaw is still just a pet. Yeah. What about Crypto? He's a bit more sentient, so I'd say he'd technically a sidekick. Mm, Okay. Because he actually has intelligence. Like, he can communicate and... And what about the uh, the astronaut dog? I forget what his name is. The astronaut dog? Yeah. Uh, One second. I'm looking it up. Super dogs in Marvel. Oh, yeah, so... So there's Lockjaw, which is the uh, the inhuman bulldog guy. And then Cosmo, the space dog. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't really know much about him. I don't know what his intelligence level is or whatever. So Cosmo is a, oh, okay. Cosmo is a telepathic Soviet dog. Uh, so I think he'd be it to the point where he's not a pet anymore. Same as Rocket Raccoon. Is Rocket Raccoon a pet or is he a sidekick? He's not owned by anyone though. Yeah. Whereas Crypto is technically owned by a Superman. Is he owned by Superman? Pretty sure. Yeah. If your owner feeds you, then you're owned. What about somebody like Lockheed? I don't know. Pet or uh, Kitty Pride's dragon. The purple dragon. Little purple dragon. All right. See? It's an interesting question, right? Brandon thinks they're sidekicks. Or the T-Rex from, um, that works, uh, Devil, who works aside Moon Girl. Because, I mean, technically (laughs) Lockheed can even speak English. Yeah. Doesn't do it often, but. I'm still on the sidekick. Well, I mean, all right, so, but with Lockjaw, going back to Lockjaw, what made him sentient was the Mind Stone, though, was when he found the Mind Stone. Yeah. But he had, you know, but he still had, like, he still had attributes and stuff before finding that Mind Stone. Mm. So, by your basis, was he a pet and then a sidekick? I suppose. It's an interesting question, though. Yeah. Like, how would you classify them? Because there's, uh, what was the horse's name? Comet. The Comet? Pretty sure. Yes? No, maybe so. Superhero? Uh, Superman? Comet, I believe. I think um, that's a horse. I don't know. So. <clears throat> Or we could even go as far as saying, what about the spider that bit spider? No, I'm just kidding. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah. So Brandon said they're sidekicks, but they they are still pets. They choose to be. <laughs> Groot is a pet. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chia pet. <laughs> I do not own the rights of that. Um. Okay. So, um. Do you have any more? Um, Are we just all I'm, on me now? I'm spent on mine. I'll, I'll, <laughs> if I come with any more as we go. <laughs> um, I mean, I've got, I, I know the very stereotypical ones, but I wasn't going to bother with digging those up right away. The, okay. Um, Flash versus Spider-Man. In a fight? Flash. Really? Because even the Flash had a hard time with Superman. And Spider-Man's got those spidey senses, so even though he wouldn't be able to keep up with it, he'd be able to to avoid it. Mm. I got you thinking. You went from being so sure to now you're like, "Ah." I still feel pretty sure. Still feel pretty (laughs) sure because I mean, like the Flash had five seconds to figure out where like five bombs were throughout the city. And found out that the there was only four bombs. The fifth one was a fake. Okay. Guy told him the wrong number. We figured that out in five seconds. Collected all the bombs and turned them back. Does that feel like he's still 
His speed way surpasses anything that Spider-Man's spidey senses could possibly comprehend. I don't know. I don't know. Cause, because Spider-Man also has a way of coming up with, with things. And they both have the quips. They both I mean, have like, the quips. I mean, like CW Flash, I feel like far more equal opponent to Spider-Man. Okay. Versus the comic Flash? Yeah. Because I feel like the comic book Flash is particularly more overpowered. How? I mean, he could... I mean, CW1 could time travel, sort of, but same as the other one. It happened... A bit more... uh, Flashpoint happened in the comics, though. Yeah. That's the time travel. Yeah. So, how are you... I'm I'm just confused where you're going on this. I'm I'm just saying, I I feel like comic book Flash is more capable of achieving more of what his powers are able to do than the CW one. I thought you said... Of course, I haven't watched the recent... I thought you said the CW one was overpowered. No, no. The comic book one is far more overpowered than the CW one. Because the CW one, I mean, it's still supposed to be like him working up toward that level. But I haven't seen the last few seasons, so I don't know if he suddenly, you know, has... Uh, <laughs> Brandon said Flash could just go back in the past and fuck things up like he usually does. Um, and he said it said the the battle would be a true test of endurance, but Flash would would win. I don't know. All right, so you guys both think Flash? I don't know. I still think I still think Spider Man would would put up a good thing. All right, so yeah, Brandon, no, yeah, I think I think Spidey sense would help. Help Peter figure out where Flash is going. Yeah, and he's smart enough, and he and he's he you know he comes up even though he's not as um as super as some of these other things. I think that he his wits far out outnumber some of the wits of the other ones, and I think I think that he I I I really do think Spider Man would 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 at least make it a tie. I I can't see it. All right, well, there we go. We 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 agree to disagree on something. All right, uh, so here's another one we're all gonna laugh at: Edward Cullen versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy, do we even have to answer this question? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, who is who is the least no? He cap- might woo her. <laughs> who, who, is, who is the least capable character of slaying vampires in the Buffy show? That's who I think could be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's crazy. Or he might like show her his weird eyes and win over. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Well, what about Doctor Strange versus the Flash? Doctor Strange versus Flash. <clears throat> it's a hard one. Because, because, hear me out on this. Hear me out. All he's got to do has, is have the cape go and 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 be on on the Flash, and then he'd be able well, to see somewhat of it, and then create the portals until Flash runs out of energy. Yeah, or just in general, summon the um the uh, shoot. What are they called? The the one spell that you know uses the indomitable will. Of, what's his face? <laughs> the Crimson Bands of Cytoric. Yes, the Crimson Bands of Cytoric, and Flash is fucked. 
I, I, I'm going Doctor Strange all the way, so you don't have to convince me. But yeah. so uh, now, if he Brandon get said that off. I feel like Flash could finish off Doctor Strange before Doctor Strange even had anything. So Brandon about, asked, but... "Does Strange have the Time Stone?" I, I don't see why that would make such a difference. I don't think it would because just the way. Because that... why would Doctor Strange follow him back in time to do? You know, it it just wouldn't make sense. Um, but Brandon brings up a a, a interesting point. Flash can vibrate through things, though. Yeah, he can face through stuff, but still not, not the crimson strands. It's magic. Yeah, I'm 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 being the media person here. Yeah, Look, I'm, I'm doing my job. Yeah, you're doing your job. I'm doing my job. Yep. So, all right. So we got the out. Got the out. <coughs> all right. I got one. I got one that might intrigue. All right. Okay. Um, and, oh, and Brandon also thinks that Doctor Strange would win as well. So I think we we're all in agreement. Doctor Strange would win. All right. Um, I don't know how much you'll be able to answer this, but I think it's an interesting one to put forward to you. Okay. Who is more powerful, the author in Once Upon a Time, or the DM in a Dungeons and Dragons world? I mean, I don't know anything about the author in You know enough. Once upon a time yet. You know enough. You know enough. You know enough. So so am I safe in like assuming that he is act he is actually writing everything? He's writing every possibility of everything, essentially. Ah, uh, so <coughs> doesn't actually make the choice, it just just He's letting the characters the make the choice. But th- but one could argue that in Dungeons and Dragons, the dice make the choice. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> no, no, no. The players make the choice, but the probability and stuff of see, like of whether see, or not no, the choice no, would would no, come to like, fruition. I feel like the author, if the author is making the paths, and it's just sort of a flip of the coin whether or not the characters choose which path. That's that's a lot more control than a dungeon master has. So you think the author? Is is more powerful? Yes, because a dungeon master makes the pass and is like, all right, here you guys go. And then they're like, you know what? We're gonna dig a hole through this wall and take a different path. Alright. So so I want I want to revisit this once you've caught up with Once Upon a Time though. So we only have a few more episodes before you can a- actually answer this question. Like so I want you to think about it. I'm giving okay. you I'm giving you this this homework assignment. Now given uh, I guess there is the uh, alternative though. A DM might be more reactive to what the players can do. Correct. Because if the author just has made multiple paths and the characters can take the different paths, and if they suddenly find a way to break the pass, the author might not be able to respond, whereas a DM can be like, no, what, dragon, what you guys going to do about it? <laughs> Someone says they're going to ride it to the to the sunset, be forever, it, you know, and then they roll a natural 20 and you're fucked. Yeah, still. No. <laughs> 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 That's how it used to work in Dungeons and Dragons, but no, the keys are far more in the automobile. On in, in <laughs> ooh, all right. So Brandon brought up another one: Luna Lovegood versus Ginny. Luna, is this like just our favorite? Is it uh, like a smarts? Is it? I'm assuming in a who wizard, should be in a who should duel. who should like really be with Harry? Although, like what? It, although I suppose. I feel like Ginny could be more ruthless. Oh, in a duel. All right. Yeah, so so Luna Lovegood duel. versus Ginny in a duel. In a wizard duel. Now, I feel like Luna knows a lot of, of spells 
that are probably off the wall. And that could give her an advantage there. But I also was, like I was saying, I feel like Ginny could just be more ruthless. I mean, but she, like, the mom's been, like, the protector of that entire family for so long. And she's the youngest, so she's had so many of her brothers looking out for her. Like, yeah, that's I don't true. Know. That's true. I don't know. I think Luna Lovegood would win. Yeah. And I mean, plus Ginny's with, Ginny's with little Mr. Bellyarmus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Brandon says Ginny is a strong spellcaster. Is she? That's what he says. Okay. Okay. I'll take his word for it. <laughs> but I mean, we don't know any, and we don't necessarily know where Luna falls on that scale, but. I mean, we've seen it a little bit, you know. know. Like I was saying, you well, know, Luna is an only child, right? Mm-hmm. So that could play to her benefit there. And that she's just sort of had to deal stuff, particularly since she doesn't have a mother. She's seen death, man. She's seen it. Brandon says it is made apparent in the books, especially during the Dumbledore's army arc. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Luna Lovegood still. I I think Brandon's leaning towards Ginny though. Yeah. I think I think she's the the hidden X factor is Luna Lovegood. Brandon's typing. Do you want to bring forth one of your your typical ones? My typical ones. The ones that you said that are they're obvious. All right. Well, I mean Superman versus the Hulk. Mm, Hulk all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if he's got kryptonite. Well, I wouldn't think he would, because it's the Hulk that you know he's not really one to bring tools to a fight. <laughs> all right. So Brandon says he loves Luna more, but uh, he thinks Jenny has the better ability. So he would think Jenny would win. Yeah. But, you know, only one of them had Tom Riddle on their head, just saying. <laughs> I don't know if that works for or against. I'm just saying. Um, no, I, I, no, I really do think, I think the Hulk, especially, you know, you said like, you know, they could be smart and wait until dark and then Superman doesn't have the sun. And, um, one, but Superman the Hulk really wants to fight. He really never stops fighting. Right. Whereas Thanos sort of kicked his butt. Mostly because Hulk's spirit was a little bit broken after Ragnarok. Yep. Yeah, no, I think I think Hulk. I think Hulk. Yeah. I was gonna say technically, so like there's the um the you know, the super powered versions of each of them, whereas their rule is Superman's rule is he's as strong as he needs to be. Whereas Hulk is just his strength is not limited as long as his anger increases. As his anger increases, his strength does too. So there's a level of, all right, Superman's as strong as he needs to be, but then he makes Hulk angry and Hulk is stronger for it. <laughs> so which one, which one becomes strong, strong enough to defeat the other fast enough to I defeat think Hulk. the other? Yeah. That's, that's my think, vote. I think the Hulks would go faster. Are you ready for another giggle? Yeah. Brandon brought up another one. Okay. Khaleesi versus Hiccup. I feel like this is a ship waiting to happen is what it is. <laughs> Who's Hiccup? Uh, From How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the Night Fury dragon. No, Hiccup is the boy. Oh, right. Toothless is right. the dragon. Toothless is the dragon. Yeah, I got it back. Okay. So, I mean, wow. 
I mean, Khaleesi. Really? She's got three. He's got an entire village. Well, but we're not counting other people. We're, I'm, I'm, he has the respect of all of the other dragons. But I'm assuming we mean direct dragon companions. He said nothing about dragons. He said okay, Khaleesi well then, versus then Hiccup. It's just Khaleesi versus Hiccup. I'm with Khaleesi because, you know, she won't hold back. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to see the third movie. He, of, he would be but... like, I could, I could see her totally making him like the hand of the queen, though, because, you know, she'd be all for that. But I don't know how many people would be in her corner, though. Because she has alienated, you know, and she only has this, you know, I don't know how many people would be in her corner, whereas Hiccup right, has like an entire village in his corner. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hiccup. But, you know. And, and Brandon says, well, the dragons can very much be involved. And if that's the case, Hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like Daenerys's dragons would. And I know Night Fury is pretty powerful, but. So, speaking of dragons, yes, have you seen the trailer for Netflix's new The Dragon Prince? No, it yes. came out this weekend. I've seen the trailer for it. How do you feel? No, I feel. Like I, I've, I've been trying it. to reserve because it's from the animators of Avatar, right? Uh, story is the animation is not okay. All right, so the story is from storytellers of of Avatar: The Last Airbender, which makes it seem exciting. The animation didn't really. It looks terrible. Yeah, that 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 was I feel like my biggest gripe about the. Uh, it's like pseudo, three D or it's three D, but it's bad three D. Yeah, I have yeah. to go look it up now. Something I have to go. Yeah, look it's up like now. Final Fantasy Tactics: The Lion Wars three D, which is fine in a video game, but less so in an actual like series yeah it's 3d computer animation and it looks choppy and incomplete in yeah. the trailer yeah so I've the got story might be the I've story got... might be fun it just might be a little bit you just gotta grin and bear through it maybe it, maybe the 3d effect they, or the 3d animation actually ends they up tried to make good. 3d look like 2d oh. by like slowing it down and adding cell shading and stuff but it just looks like a crappy version of both oh. yeah yeah <laughs> courage the cowardly dog versus scooby-doo <laughs> uh courage the cowardly dog i don't know because scooby-doo will pretty much do everything for a scooby snack or at least four <laughs> i mean he'll, he'll go and stand and do his duty for a scooby snack but then the very second that the thing shows up he will drop it all and run still end up defeating the creature courage only does it to save mariel though so that is, that is her name right mariel? yeah yeah, yeah. I don't watch the show. It's too scary for me. Yeah. But I mean, but <laughs> courage has literally gone up and faced actual things and defeated them. I mean, Scooby-Doo has two, not by choice, but he's done it. Yeah. So, but Scooby-Doo does it for only Scooby snacks. Yeah. Courage only does it to save Mariel. Uh-huh. So if Mariel's not involved. And Shaggy's there saying, Scoob, defeat that dog for a Scooby snack, man. And then we'll share a joint later. A great big sub. Anything else that comes across our way? Yeah. No, I I, I don't know. I I think food is a great motivator, as we've seen with Eva. I'm going to go with Scooby-Doo. 
Yeah. I'm going to go Scooby-Doo. All right. So now Pac-Man versus Cubert. <laughs> Are we doing just like the game version or like the show version? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm fine with the show version. Then Pac-Man. Elaborates more on it because I mean, Pac-Man just you know, walk, 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 walk. <laughs> just sounded like uh, Fozzie. Yeah. Waka waka waka. waka, waka, waka. waka. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fozzie the bear versus the Joker. See, it'd be it'd be it'd be a harder decision if you would have put the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I think the Joker would just shake his head and shoot shoot Fozzie. <laughs> that, I was whereas the I was Riddler just would, would yeah. <laughs> I meant in a in a you know in a joke contest. You know. Brandon says Wreck-It Ralph versus the Hulk. I'm still going to go with the Hulk on this one, but that's yeah. really. Yeah. I'd be more interested in Wreck-It Ralph versus uh, Mr. Incredible. You know, who can wreck it the worst? <laughs> Off. <laughs> Here's an interesting question. Is Wreck-It Ralph a superhero? I... It's an interesting question. Like, obviously, Mr. Incredible, you know, it, it's it's been made very apparent that that his super strength is, you know, is his super is a superpower. Yep. But in the movie, Wreck-It Ralph wrecks things accidentally a whole lot, too. Same as Mr. Incredible. With the car and the plate. And that was when he was really upset. Wreck-It Ralph did it just by walking. Yeah, that's true. True, but also so it, because also, Mr. Incredible has the ability to like like say I'm not going to hurt something and that or I'm not going to use my strength because it's my superpower. Wreck It Ralph, I don't think it's a superpower. It's just him. It's like a bull in a china shop. A bull is not super just because it can kill everything in a china shop. Argue. Yeah. All right. Okay. Give me give me a okay, debate but here. Counter argument. Mr. Incredible through his boss. Through eight walls. Because Actually, he was count. upset. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that's a counter argument. Please, please elaborate. Just saying, could have killed him. Bit of a villainous act. But he's still super. Yes. You could be a super villain or a superhero. It's still super. I don't consider Wreck It Ralph's powers oh, to be you're, super. You're asking if he's super. Yes. Okay, but then uh, in that regard, would you consider Superman to be super? It, it's a hard. Well, and we've had this discussion, I though. We, I, I thought I, we were asking if, if Wreck-It Ralph is, con- if we consider him a hero or just a person there. Well, no. I'm I Because if that were the case, I'd be asking if he was a hero, not a superhero. Okay. You know, it's the same thing as, you know, like, you know, a little girl who calls 911 because her dad's passed out on the floor. That can be a hero. Yeah. Nothing now, super about her. Now, arguably, also in Wreck-It Ralph's area, he's in the video game realm, everything has a superpower by our standards by their standards it's all just who they are so i would say no he's not a superhero unless he's in our world in which case he is a superhero because he is super at that point i mean but it's just it's a virtual world yeah yeah but still he's in a world of everything's from a video game so everything has some sort of power that it's spectacular at 
Except for if the, that were the case, except though, for the random civilians if that were the case, in his game though, that are just right. meant to be random civilians in his game, but right, but yeah, but if that were the case, though, then then if you know if you're talking about that in video games or you know, then his powers might be different in each one, and it's not. Whereas with Superman, it depends on what world he's on. You said it yourself. On Krypton, he's totally normal. He has no superpowers, but on Earth, he has superpowers. Yeah. Does that make him super or not super? No, I'm going back to your original thing where you're like, if he's in our world, then you, if he's in, in... Yeah, and that's what I was saying. And it's the same with, with Wrecker Ralph. Like, super, I feel like Superman is a superhero because he's on Earth. When Superman is on Krypton, he is just a hero. Therefore, Wreck-It Ralph, as long as he is in his virtual world of video games, wherein everything in general is meant to have certain powers or not meant and you know the case of the cardboard cutout people that live in the background of record else world uh he would not necessarily be considered to be superpowers he'd just be considered to be a video game artifact but if he were to be transported to us and still did the same exact things he would be considered a superhero yes just by being himself and knocking over something and breaking it because of how super strong he is He's not, but but it's never he is, specifically he is, said he's super strong. Because he is a hero. It's never specifically said he's super strong, though. And it is very obviously shown that he is super strong, though. But it's never been said. So, so never by, been by, said so, because it doesn't right. mean, it's so a video game. So by this, though. then some of your wrestlers and stuff that that are super strong, those are super, they, they have superpowers as well? Uh, if, if they are above what the normal human range is, yes. But that would defy the definition of super. Super is supposed to be above human. Superhuman. So how would you classify like Doctor Strange or Green Lantern? Because it's their artifact that gives them. Yeah, I mean, in which case he's technically a normal a normal hero. That what would make him a superhero is when he's using powers of any sort but it's never differentiated that way yeah oh look at us go that's never i mean who calls him a superhero oh brandon what are you coming up with this stuff (laughs) michonne's sword versus negan's bat i want to say sword because if she really wanted to she could split that bat likely you you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it was a samurai sword, right? Oh. All right, Brandon. Wasn't it, this wasn't, is wasn't it a samurai sword? Yes. Yeah, it wins. Done. The, all right, he put the sonic the Doctor Sonic screwdriver versus Tommy Pickle screwdriver. I argue they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> One and the same. Um, Donna versus Clara. Donna, all the way. Unless they actually not, labeled her as the most important person. Yeah. She, yeah. she was the most important unless, person. Unless we're talking about Clara as in our cat, in which case I'm not sure which would win because, you know. No, it's like, still Donna. Dang cat keeps breaking into the screws. So. <laughs> um, Yes, Brandon, the bat is covered with barbed wire, but samurai swords are very, very, it's a katana, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think. Do you know how many layers of steel 
going to that. As long as it's sharp, it's not going to give when it swings at something. And then Brandon says, Clara had to be there for all the times he needed her in his timeline. That is correct. She is very important, but she was never labeled the most important person in the world for a moment. Donna was. Plus, for a while, she Donna was, actually she, saved she the doctor in his own way, too. Powers too. Yep. yep. I still think Donna all the way. So. We got 10 minutes left. Yeah, I think. I, I think we made we, it farther like, than we thought we would. I, <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a lot right, of fun in this right. one. Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horror or Poison Ivy or Batman. Wah. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> I just came out. It came in I'm going to go Poison Ivy. Field. I'm going to go Poison Ivy. Yeah. Because she has some control over the growth and stuff of plants. And so she could have other plants help her. Yeah. It'd probably go over Audrey too. They'd probably beat Audrey too. Of just her plants alone. Yeah. All right. So um, just like to remind everyone as you're, you know, as you're listening throughout, you know, with, with the recordings and stuff. Feel free to contact us. Again, that's, um, you know, you can email us at thegeekendupdate at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, The Geek End Update. Uh, Twitter, it's The Geek End Update, but the update is spelled U-P-D and the number eight. Um, and message us. Get us, you know, give us your your thoughts. If you think we're completely off on some of these things, let us know. Yeah. If you have any yeah. other ideas of ones that we can argue, put it on there. We can we can start that. Yeah, because we've got two hour long episodes now, so we'll have we should have the occasional time that we can slip in stuff from like previous episodes. These people wanted to add in these details, so definitely just you know make this super interactive. I had a lot of fun. I um I definitely. Loved some of the discussions we had on this and everything. Brandon will hopefully feel better enough to come with us next time. Um, but I'm glad that he was able to join us virtually. Um, so thanks for, for interacting with us, Brandon. Um, <laughs> he said the sunburn OP. Yeah, I know. I know. Get rest up and, and, and you can, you can, uh, be here next time. So, um, thank you guys for joining us. Just a reminder because we are doing, uh, we are no longer doing every Sunday. Our next show will be September 16th. And again, that's from five to seven. But of course, uh, you know, the recording will be posted later as well. So, um, we will, we will see you all, uh, next time or hear you guys or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We'll be with you in spirit. And until then, um, find a way to put some geek in your week. Yep. Bye.